0: What's going on, everyone? Y'all already know we back with another episode all about the data, baby. Y'all already know what it is. See, remember I told y'all, sometimes we have all the hosts, sometimes we have someone, but we we still be turning up and holding it down. We got another special guest in the building. Dominique.
1: What's up, y'all?
0: What's
2: going on? Nice to have you
1: today. Thank you for having me, of course.
3: Of course, of course.
0: We'll go ahead and uh, introduce... Introduce our guests and we'll hop into another episode of the All About the Data podcast.
4: Okay. So Dominique Stewart is an entrepreneur and an aspiring UX UI designer. She is a photographer and the owner of Dom Naomi Studio. She uses her artistry to capture memories that will last a lifetime. Dominique is also an active member in her community and has recently launched an initiative in partnership with her church to bring the arts and entrepreneurships to kids. With the skills that she has learned through UX, UI, she's been able to take her creativity to the next level. And she's here today to share the journey with you all. Thank you so much for being on, Dominique. And um, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Was there anything we missed? No, you guys covered it all.
1: Everything was covered.
0: <laughs> i are <grew, I> an <laughs> <grew>, <laughs> entrepreneur in the building, okay?
3: We all Thanks. forgot to mention she's my dear friend, my good dear friend. Dominique. Nice,
0: that's my, that's my dear friend too.
3: And we and we uh, go to the sushi spot every other, every few we,
2: months.
4: Where? The sushi? Oh, we go to. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right.
3: We call her. We call you can, her you
4: her can her come, come with us
1: next time, Lucky. I don't know if you're. Yes, I love sushi. Okay, you can come with us next time.
3: <laughs> when, when she's not di- in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I, Dude, yeah. that's I'm just around. a
4: minor detail, but we can work through that
0: yeah when when i when i get back from texas i'll slide with y'all
3: too but um ben mar's not in texas (laughs) (laughs) anyway
0: let's hop up into it miss entrepreneur ui
3: x word is wrong wrong. so what made you i feel like i know this answer (laughs) but (laughs) what made you get into UIUX, and why not graphic design
1: okay so Disclaimer, Jafar and Jamar, they've been with me on this journey, so they know most of these answers already. So if they laugh, then guys, mm-hmm. ciders. But anyway, um, graphic design is not something that I really thought too much about or heard much about. What made me get into UX, U- UI was actually... Um, So being an entrepreneur, it's hard, but it's rewarding. And in the meantime, with my business, what I've been doing is a lot of bootstrapping. So I've been paying for everything on my own, no outside investors or um, grants. It's just been majority bootstrapping. So I wanted to figure out a way to move from the industry that I was working in to get more to make more money so I can support my entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, So I was thinking and obviously praying to God and asking him to just reveal to me what I should do so I was scrolling on Instagram and there was an ad in partnership with my school that was advertising UX UI and I was like okay I'm gonna sit on this and then my sister she came out of nowhere and she said you know I think that you would really like UX UI and then Mm -hmm. um, Jafar we're talking and he's he mentioned it and I was like oh Okay. <laughs> now, time is the charm. I heard yeah. you, God. So I'm gonna move in that direction. So ever since then, um, um, I've been, I've dived fully into it. Uh, my boot camp is almost like it's actually coming to an end right now. And versus graphic design, again, I wasn't too familiar with graphic design. Uh, I am familiar with it, but I didn't, I wasn't really hearing about any like job opportunities or anything in terms of graphic design. But when I sat down and did the research for UX UI, it's a growing field uh, and it's rapidly growing. And for, um, I'm just going to say it like Black women in tech it's the perfect time to be a Black woman in tech Mm because there's a lot of programs and grants and scholarships that are geared towards us. So yeah, that made me go into ux ui versus graphic design it's not the same um they're not receiving the same love right now so yeah
0: yeah that's that's true i mean even even like with graphic design it's you kind of got to up your skills a little bit more like it's more than just photoshop now they they may want you to know like a little bit of html or css you know so you can spice it up and some even want you to know you ui ux as well as a, as mm-hmm. a graphic designer so uh yeah. you know i think that was a that was a a pretty good call pretty good step in the direction especially if you're a creative already um
2: yeah
0: um, you know you're the you're the but i think you're the third ux person that we had on so Miguel, we'll go clap it up for dom dom oh.
4: What I love about that is everybody's journey has been so different. Like, everybody just has the same end goal. It just shows there's so many ways to get to the same place.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You forgot to tell them how you called my phone and you were like, why the heck didn't you tell me to get into IT? Yeah, I, I, I,
1: <laughs> I did go off on him. Absolutely. <laughs> he, uh, well, We've been friends for what? Like, three years now? Two years? Well, how long has it been? No, it's been like 10 years. 18. So oh,
3: 19, 18 20, years. You're 20, right. 20, 20. It's been.
1: It's it's been
0: about
3: ten years. W, yeah, right. <laughs> do not play with him.
1: It's
3: a tater, the boy. Oh my goodness!
1: And since Jesus was a boy, so. Amen. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Tell me about this. Like, what's going on? Like, we just talking. and you just see me here. You, you just say nothing, I say nothing until I brought it up to him. But no, he redeemed himself. he's Been great helps ever since.
0: But I can I can say that I told. I told Jafar that you should get into UX and take the Google course. And then he's like, she's already doing it. I was like, I
1: was
3: like,
0: I was like the the fourth silent confirmation. Yes. That didn't come into the revelation. Mm
1: -hmm. That's
3: literally right before when you called, when you told me that. She, I think she had called me literally a week before or something. She was like, "Why didn't you tell me about IT stuff?" I'm like, "Cause you do photography." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I won't say. I want to say. I want to make a point to say this though, because with UX/UI, you can go and work for a company. I know a lot of people have their hearts set on working for Google or Facebook or whatever. Whatever the case is, but if you're an entrepreneur, the skills that you're learning in the boot camp, you can easily apply them to your business. Mm-hmm. Um, the typography that I made on the wall, I have not done typography ever until I took my bootcamp and I'm very well versed with Photoshop. I'm a little bit, ooh, I have a little bit of skills and illustrator, but since going through the bootcamp, I've been inspired more to take on or just educate myself with the bootcamp or outside of that to learn typography and typography is something that I actually really like and I implemented even to this day with my business. And I think about more creative and unique ways to, you know, capture the audience, look for my ideal clientele. So UX, it, it transcends. It's not just for like wanting to work at Google. I mean, it does what you want to do. Cool. But if you are an entrepreneur, you can definitely take the skills that you apply in UX and apply it directly to your business. It's very transferable.
0: Shout out to Google. Wait, I, mean, I, don't mean, I don't, don't
1: want to work with y'all, but
3: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, you know, we, we, we turn up for Google on this side. We <laughs> outside Google. I didn't even know that um typography was a thing because I've actually been like, dang, I want to put like motivational stuff around my house. But mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm just going to like print it out in, in Calibri text <laughs> or Times New Roman. So, Yo, I gotta get with you on that because I'll be dope. I would like to put like motivational stuff, Or you know, I write poetry and stuff. So, you write yeah. poetry, I don't let stuff together. You
4: gotta give us something, we gotta have a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A power Super, hour. Uh, Super, you
0: <laughs> Super Bowl commercial performance no, by we far. Okay,
3: <laughs> we're not interlude,
1: doing that today. Well, you want to do it now?
3: Yeah. No, 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 uh, okay. not for the poetry episode. Uh, <laughs> Are right, we going we gonna make sure we we set up an episode
4: late nights we're all about the day you know we gonna do
0: another meet the squad episode and we just gonna have Jafar open up a poem
3: <laughs> this guy here roses are red violets are blue we terrible, are all terrible, terrible. Day, man, nice to meet you <laughs> but um so how did your journey well shoot I mean kind of answer that okay that's fine how did your journey start off and how is it currently going even though you kind of answered the beginning part.
1: um how did it start off trying to think I didn't have a I'm not gonna lie I grasped the concept of UX UI pretty quickly so it wasn't a rough journey at all what I will say is that right now I've gone to so many networking events virtual and in person Mm -hmm. that I feel like the the journey of a UX, UI designer in the beginning phases, since you have to push yourself so much to be out there and capture the attention of recruiters or other designers, whatever the case may be. I'm already a pretty extroverted extroverted person, but it's making me be more um, intentional about the people that I like link up with, meet. It's giving me that extra boost of courage to message someone on LinkedIn, listen, I send anybody a connection on LinkedIn. Let's connect. Yeah. I don't care if you, I don't care who you are. If I could find Jeff Basil's personal, um, LinkedIn profile, sir, let's connect. Does he know me? No, but it's not going to stop me. The worst that he can do is just not accept. So with this journey, it has definitely uh, caused me to be like more bold and go after the things that I want for sure. And I'm not worried about a yes or a no or a rejection. You just keep pushing past that.
2: Mm-hmm. Got you. <clears throat> so
0: what, um, so kind of kind of getting deeper into that like I know you said you you seen like an advertisement or something for the boot camp. Mm-hmm. So what made you jump like straight to the boot camp versus like self study or maybe looking into other you know p- options?
1: That's a great question cuz Jafar did encourage me to do self study but at that time how my mindset was I wasn't thinking of like my capabilities or my abilities in that way and I felt like I needed a boot camp to, for that extra push when in actuality you really don't y'all if you could help it really just sit down and do the self-study great <laughs> courses um, the Google certificate like um, Jmar evangelizes for yeah. <laughs> but to pay a boot camp anything over, I, I really want to say maybe uh, $1,200. It's not, I don't think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially for, if you have the money to do it, then go ahead and do it. But to put yourself in debt mm-hmm. or um, sign something that's like $5,000 plus, you could teach yourself. You really could teach yourself.
3: And hey, you know, this was funny because I think in in retrospect, like you said, because you're going through a boot camp most people probably weren't like doing classes online so like when they go through the boot camp and they realize like how self-paced it is just like how you realize it's like oh i could have just you know what i'm saying did this no, yeah you know what i'm saying so it, it, in retrospect, it gives people the courage to, yeah. to realize that they can do it. You know?
1: And I, I would, I do want to say there's certain boot camps out there that are uh, immersive and they're wonderful. We're not talking about those boot camps. Those are far and few in between. Boot camps and launching boot camps is a very lucrative business right now. And you don't want to get got. People will make boot camps and charge you all $10,000. That is literally links from Google that you could have done yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. Don't get so going you to me and snag the ten dollar course.
1: So, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so you got to use discernment like it, it. Some if you really feel like you need a boot camp, there's nothing wrong with that. Go yeah. to one that is credited. Go to one that is reputable, and yet yeah, you might have to pay the fifteen thousand dollar price tag. But that's yeah. the cost. These,
0: but most of them come with like one on one mentorships, yeah. and, you know, job placements and things. Those
1: like are the have, boot camps so. you pay for, not mm-hmm. them fly by night boot camps.
0: Yeah, big facts, big facts. Shout out to the boot camps, the real ones (laughs) and the ones that ain't real. We see you. We see what you do. We see you. (laughs) uh,
3: (laughs) See you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, uh, But so at this point, do you plan to, like, once you finish your boot camp, do you plan to go snatch the Google certificate?
1: Yeah, I definitely want to look more into the Google certificate. And there's a guy that I follow him i've been following him for a couple months now his name is Xander. he's a really great ui ux designer he's awesome and his ui um class is only twelve hundred dollars so oh, holy damn. let me hold something no that's not bad based on what you see they're like upwards like she said 10 15 20. but i want to say this as well too and the great thing about um coming into the tech space a lot of these companies. Want us to keep our skills fresh? They want to, want us to keep them new. So they mm-hmm. give you a stipend to pay for whatever the educational course that you want to take. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say I was gonna pay for it. <laughs> that's what that's what they're <laughs> gonna pay for it. <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's where I'm at with it. But I would love to take his course. He's an excellent UI designer. I can't remember his last name, but it, his name is Xanders.
0: Okay. I'm right.
3: I see a Jamaican gun hand coming out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's good though. I mean, you know, it, it'll be nice to have like a certificate along with the boot camp mm-hmm. on, on your resume, especially just seeing Google and like the Google certificates are becoming, you know, more and more popular every every yeah. uh every year. Or so
3: that's yeah. they, they're literally training people out here just to get into it like
4: and the whole thing us. is you gotta know about it that's all like once you find out that it's possible it's like oh you can really do anything you really there's so many ways to do it for like without having to pay for anything mm-hmm. let me
1: ask you something lucky um you're in tech
4: obviously right mm-hmm. How was that for you as a black woman in tech So, well, to be honest, I'm actually transitioning to a more technical role as currently a technical support analyst, but I'm looking to jump into the cloud, like, as far as um, just having that exposure. So my experience isn't, you know, when you hear people talk about how it is in the workplace for Black women, honestly, I haven't really experienced that. It is something to think about, though. Um, I try to I know it's. Re- you got to be realistic about it, but I try to think about it in a way like it's still going to work out for the better, you know, like not going to be traumatic just in hopes to bring that energy around. Yeah. But to be completely honest, I have not experienced a lot of what people kind of talk about. So that is really something to think about for me.
1: Mm, I feel you. And I share the same the same mindset as you because i do believe anywhere you go as long as your spirit is intact and you bring in good vibes and positivity that's what you're going to attract right so there are like racist people in the workplace it's you're not going to like internalize every single thing that they're doing because you're on a different
4: level exactly yeah we
0: we actually just did the episode yesterday uh where we we spoke with someone who um has experienced that and some of the tips that they gave so mm-hmm. some people experience it I mean I've heard men experience it too I haven't you know because ain't nobody gonna try me but <laughs>
2: you
0: know you know yeah. what I'm saying you know, it's, it's probably it's, you know you just got to deal with it and you you could leave Shoot, if it's a toxic work environment leave you know we ain't loyal yeah. to these jobs we love to the career we love to hard brand so
4: but I think a lot of people don't probably like at the end of the day it's how you like Supply your livelihood, like your income. So they can be hesitant to speak out sometimes,
0: you know. Yeah. Now look, when you in demand, you could go anywhere you now
4: want. that is true.
0: Yeah, you go anywhere you want when you in demand. So you know that's why you gotta always up your skills, mm-hmm. you know, make yourself marketable, make sure make sure you're current with your skill set. And once you in demand, because remember, it's not a like. I know social media may, makes it seem like everybody's trying to get into tech. But if that was truly the case, then there wouldn't be a shortage, you know, of, yeah. uh, of positions to fill. So as, as much as appealing as it looks on social media, everyone's not trying to get into tech. You still have people going to be lawyers and doctors and nurses and all those things. So, you know, as long as you make yourself marketable, then you also have to consider. Um, and this is just something within marketing slash business is. Just because a thousand people take a course doesn't mean that a thousand people will complete it nor can actually pursue it after completing it. So you know it's always the law of numbers when it comes to like a- anything.
4: And also the time it takes to transition, I think that's yeah, really okay. something that I personally underestimated, and I'm okay with it now. But I think it takes a lot—not necessarily a lot—but it takes longer to transition than one would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really have to go at it yourself. Yeah. At it, so.
3: I think we need to have uh Dominique, Fatu, Aisha, like gotta get all the girls together and let them talk about being black in tech and stuff. Yeah,
4: it's I would just, love that. Yeah. I, I feel like that would give a lot of good insight. Yeah, yeah
3: a lot of people. So I, I think that'll be awesome. So hosted by Jafar. We will plan this. I'm I'm just gonna be passing around the mic. <laughs> right. This is ladies' it's be ladies' night, y'all. Ladies, ladies, ladies. ladies
2: night.
4: Dominique, um where do you see the journey taking you from here? Um, you know, I'm
1: remaining open to the process, but I definitely want to um, secure a good job mm-hmm. a really good job, work there for a couple years, and while I'm building up my my personal business my photography business on the side and yeah, that's, that's, that's really like my game plan for now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see like for the next five, two to five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all about, that's all I thought about for now, really. And I will say this as well along the journey, which I didn't realize, which I wasn't thinking about, cause I was just thinking about how hey, I want to transition out of the, the industry that I was previously in, but to touch on being black in tech again, even though I'm someone that just started because of the way that I've put myself out there on social media and LinkedIn like to be like an encouraging person and you know just uh pushing people to just go harder a lot mm-hmm. of people have reached out to me personally to just can you review my um my portfolio and you know a lot of people approach me with a pro- that they have a, that have imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and to encourage them as a black woman in this space even though i'm just literally like dipping my feet in i think that's amazing right but it also goes back to how like what um jaymar just said if everyone it may look like so many people are in tech but that's not the reality mm-hmm. and more of us are needed because where the four of us could be very confident there's like hundreds of other people that don't feel like they measure up at all and that's mm-hmm. crazy to me mm-hmm. even some of the jobs they're like oh five to ten years worth of experience
2: yeah, they don't they don't let's, they don't actually,
1: yeah, let's be realistic. They, you know. they don't
0: actually check for that. I, I haven't I haven't been in one interview where he's like, Oh yeah, so have you been doing this for five to ten years? I'm, like, I'm
4: really trying to train my mind to not even look at like that doesn't like, break at? that whole line. Listen, they What's don't
0: that? ask you, they don't ask you for your degree, they don't ask you for no certification. All mm-hmm. they ask is what you did, what problem you solved, how you did it, all that good stuff
1: but yep. people are so caught up with this imposter syndrome that they don't even push past you can trying to say those couple lines yeah. I mean, that will yeah. deter them from mm-hmm. Listen, that,
0: that thing like, could say 25 years experience i'm still applying
1: <laughs> it could say phd i'm gonna still be go, like
0: still applying yeah
1: mm-hmm. and that's I'm like i'm about to go apply right now <laughs> <laughs>
3: my stupid,
1: man.
3: let bite check here, you bro. I, I
0: got, I got, I got motivated for a second. So you gonna get AJ? Uh, AJ go go, go off. Shout out, shout out to Bite Check, man. Bite Check is an mm-hmm. awesome opportunity. Awesome
2: opportunity.
0: I mean, I, I I actually want to get AJ on here. That'd
2: be nice.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to get him on here. So. Uh, what's it called? So since like being in the boot camp, working on your portfolio and everything like that, have you been applying for jobs? Have you done any interviews yet? Like, you know, how's, how's that going for you?
1: I have been applying to jobs and I've done, I had an interview a couple of days ago. That went really well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the lady, just she didn't ask me about my boot camp. She didn't ask me about college. She just said, what did you do? How did you solve the problem? And mm-hmm. that was, that was it.
2: Hmm.
1: And and what pay would I be looking for? So mm-hmm. that is that is really it. So yeah. And the boot camp that I go to, they did say that they would help us find. Uh, it w- they would help us a job placement, but. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah, get started.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You definitely. I mean, so were you confident about the interview?
1: Yeah. And before um, I have interviews anyway, I always pray for God's will to be done. So whatever will not leave, will not escape me. And if it's not for me, she was still a nice woman. And and she gave me the experience that I needed to
4: have for future interviews. So that's how I look at it. I said the same thing instead of like just saying one job, just like where I'm supposed to be. Not necessarily a specific place, like wherever I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm.
0: Got you for sure. So, so like within within uh you know within UX and everything you're learning, um, what has been like some of your favorite tools that you use? I know I, you use Figma, like things like that. What, what what's
1: your favorite ones? My favorite one to use is Figma. <laughs> I Shout out love Figma. Figma. Mm-hmm. Even my LinkedIn banner, I made it on Figma. Figma is Ooh, just made me one. Figma is extremely user friendly. Okay. And it has, even for people that are really, really new, there's templates there that you can follow along, erase and just put your information in and whatever it is designed that you wanted to do. So it's, it gives you like a starting point.
0: Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta watch a tutorial on Figma because I tried to do something on Figma. I was lost in the sauce. It just wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. I don't. Maybe it
3: was broken that day or something.
1: There's so many tutorials on Figma. Yeah, I gotta, yeah.
3: So Figma. why Figma? Have you ever used Adobe XD?
1: I used it once because in the boot camp they gave us the option to build on Adobe and Figma to to test it out. I feel like Adobe. hmm. Mm-hmm. Even in terms Photoshop, even though I'm pretty good at Photoshop now, it wasn't always like that. I feel like Adobe products, you know, let me not even say that because Adobe, I like y'all. So <laughs> I
0: to say Adobe the goat now. Nah, I got, I got,
1: recruiters. <laughs> but for beginners, Adobe can be very confusing. You feel me? Um, and it can I be mean, very intimidating yeah. to the point where you do it one time and you don't pick it back up again. So Figma is a good starting point.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, Figma is free. It's free. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Figma. I'm going to get somebody from Figma on here. So we yeah, can...
1: Figma is free. Um, Adobe, I believe you have to pay for a subscription. Sketch, I think you have to pay for a subscription as well. Adobe mm. is 100, not Adobe. Figma is 100% free.
2: Yeah.
0: Burr, shout, out, shout out to Figma. Figma boys.
2: The
3: Figma boys. Figma, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> burr, burr. That's what's up. So what additional skills would you say that you would need to be a successful UI, UX designer other than just being able to use design tools?
1: Okay. So UI is interface. UX is the user experience. So what happens with a lot of these uh, startup companies or just tech companies in general, they'll have great um, development great um, design, but then they didn't really create a product that is user-friendly that other people, the average everyday person could use. So if you want to be a really great UX UI designer, it's important to invest in your people skills. It's important important to invest in understanding the psychology behind uh, what attracts people, uh, the psychology behind people's behaviors, what inspires them, what motivates them, what makes them sad, because you can apply all of this to your design. So now you're not just creating something out of thin air, but you're actually creating something that people will use. So for example, with the UX part, we have to do, or you should be doing, um, interviews with potential users of the app that you're designing or the web page if you're not a personable person, how do you think that the people that you're interviewing are going to respond to you? You You're trying to say you're not going to get the most out of that situation. So it's really important to develop your people skills.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You feel me? So Mm -hmm. don't don't negate and don't neglect that part. We're so caught up on design and people, what their favorite book is, will be a design book, but then nobody knows how to interact with another human being.
0: How to Win Friends and Influence People. One of the best books out. I put your far on that book a couple years ago. Changed your life.
3: Exactly.
1: Uh, did you really, sir?
3: I'll yeah. try to remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I, remember. I have
2: that book too.
3: Yeah, that's
0: a good book. I ain't gonna lie. It teaches you how to talk to strangers. You just walk up to somebody and say,
4: "Hey, nice shoes," and
0: then the whole conversation starts. Oh, Actually, I literally did that yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I love
4: complimenting people. It makes them feel good. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, That's, like, yeah. I want to compliment myself for this hoodie I got on. I look clean and white.
4: <laughs> All right <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> but well, like, wait, hey, wait. so I want to ask though, like, because I know, like, because you have UI, UX, and then you have people that just do UX or people that just do UI. So do you see yourself like specializing in one area or do you see yourself being UI, UX?
1: Um, for now, I would like to move to, I- I'm okay with doing both. But eventually, I want to specialize in one. Mm-hmm. Um, either or would be fine. But as I progress more in my career, um, I want to figure out which one more so aligns with me. I like the research part because I like connecting with people, and I like the design part as well because I like designing. But mm-hmm. where, what skill, even though I like both of them, they're both not going to hit the same you get me trying to say there's one mm-hmm. that i can maximize over the other to make myself the best either ux or ui person that i can be mm-hmm. and you talk about creating value this is how you're never without a without a job if you want to say that for people that don't do entrepreneurship this is how you're never without a job by maximizing your skills and making yourself valuable in the marketplace
0: amen gotta add your value to the market marketplace shout out to jim roan <laughs>
2: love, love him,
3: him. yeah yeah he has a,
0: he has some good quotes
3: where so Dominique um like alongside your skills you said like being a good people person um how do you think one's thinking should be like going into the user experience or user interface because You know, like, for instance, if I'm being, like, I'm a systems engineer and I have to fix problems a lot with servers. So a lot of it is thinking, you know, well, if this problem is occurring at this area, then I need to figure out blah, blah, blah. You know, what's going on in these other areas and testing out things. Like, what type of mindset do you think someone needs to have going into solving a UI UX problem or or something like that?
1: The the word that they beat into us, Mm -hmm. any video on UX, UI, sign up for any boot camp is empathy, 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 empathy. There's a a saying that we've all heard that the customer is always right. Mm -hmm. That is what UX is about. The customer is always right. How can we design something that um, will keep the customer coming back? You know what I'm trying to say? I can have a wonderful idea for an app that sells heels, but if I'm not going into the public and interviewing women, everyday women that wears heels, how am I going to be designing an app from their needs? I'm going to be designing an app from what Dominique needs. You get what I'm trying to say? I'm not just trying to sell an app to Dominique. I'm trying to sell it mm-hmm. worldwide to women worldwide. So empathy is very important. And I don't want to get the word confused right now. I think it's, is it divergent thinking? When you have, when you can think about multiple You can solve a problem with multiple different with different ideas. I think it's divergent thinking. Let me Google it real quick. (laughs) I'm curious. I know every day. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Divergent thinking—it's mm. it's the you—you have the ability to think about or solve problems from multiple standpoints. Mm-hmm. So being able to always be open and flexible when it comes to your design, and not so rigid. Because I could be designing something, the client comes back to me with some with another idea. I got to change my design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you're working for a company, you might think your design is so fly and fire. But if the supervisor says, "Yeah, change that," you have to change it. You know what I'm trying to say? So don't be so rigid in your design and build things based on empathy, based on the users. The customer is always right. We build an apps for the people. We're not building apps for ourselves. So, and also, I think that that would take a uh, a little smidge of humility as well, too. Mm-hmm. Just little yes. 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 They
3: call her come in and say, "Minna like that man, you have to change that. I have, to it. You,
1: have to it. you can't, you can't argue with them.
3: You have to, it. <laughs> it have to change. Yes,
1: you can't argue with them. You have to change it.
3: <laughs> I'm about to take it to Jamaica, oh, y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even wait until to, to bring out the potter for.
3: <laughs> yeah, the for the people mind say Jamaica. come from that.
0: Uh, just to let you guys know, he's from New York. Keep calm, keep calm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, <what's laughs> not get, let's not get to New York? Let's
1: not get The accent is still strong. New York is just an extension of Jamaica, and we all know this.
3: Exactly. You do not know about my African accent, okay? Yeah, you don't <laughs> know. You don't It's deep in
1: here.
4: <laughs> you got a little Jamaican accent, Lucky? Not at all. I am from deep south, okay? <laughs> Dallas and... I just, I'm just trying to, trying to keep my head above water. <laughs>
3: like, like, what the hell are they saying, God
4: <laughs> I can understand it, but I definitely couldn't replicate it. As long as she understands, that's what yeah. I matters. Mean,
3: exactly. As long as you know what we're saying, girl. We up.
4: <clears throat> and see, so are there times do you, inter, uh, like, intertwine photography and in you are, like, those, do those tools that you learned in the boot camp, like, spill over into your photography business?
1: Yeah, um, when it comes to designing... Uh, what's the word I want to use? When it comes to branding myself as a photographer, okay. the skills that I've learned in UX definitely, UI has definitely helped improve even how I market myself as a photographer and how I think about what would be, what would, what would it, how can I stay true to myself, true to my designs and also attract people at the same time? Because mm-hmm. before, you know, who wants to admit this? But before I was thinking about things that appeal to me, but I have to think about things that appeal to the clientele that I want to attract. So mm-hmm. just even going through the boot camp and just embarking on this journey, it has taught me to think just more outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Um before I bought this, this cool to be kind poster, typography poster from uh Shein for $5. Cause I thought it was so, I thought it was so cool. And I'm like, oh wow, how do they do that? I love that. And then now that I'm coming towards the end of my boot camp, I created these two posters by myself. And it's really not that hard. It's just that you don't have the skills. Right. You don't have this, you, don't, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. So, so it definitely improved, has helped and improved my business as an entrepreneur, period.
0: That says cool to be kind. I thought it was God is kind all the time. That's crazy. Mm,
1: cool to be kind. This one is, oh, uh, is one really say love never fails. This one is from Corinthians.
2: There you mm. go, mm-hmm. you it. There. I can
1: have it. You too nice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that I'm
2: not
1: nice, I'm kind. <laughs>
4: kind. That.
3: Cool. Reference kinda. the poster. <laughs> uh, Where, so no. like it's, it's photography like, oh no, Jim, I'll go. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, now yeah, I was gonna say is the photography. Um, is that like your your is that is that still your uh like side hustle? Is that like your main business right now? As far as your entrepreneurship endeavors.
1: Um, right now I wanna say it's 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 my side hustle. I would love to be on here and tell you guys that's my main source of you know my bread and butter, mm-hmm. but it's not there yet. The creativity is there, the skills are there, but you know there's still some pieces that are missing that I'm definitely working on and working towards. Um, There's a guy that works with Eric Thomas. His name is Jamal King and he built his empire, his real estate empire while he was working in the police force. So there's a such thing called nine to five millionaires. And with tech, how we're able to work remote and young people with, do you have kids lucky? Mm -hmm. So young people for me, I'll speak for me then as a young woman and I don't mm-hmm. have any kids at this moment when you're making a tech salary, that's more than enough. Right. I've heard it. Heard. When you have kids, it's still, it's still like a lot. Yes. You're trying you to still say, do a lot. Yeah. But even more so for a young person in our age group that does not have kids yet, that's a lot of money to do. If you have the desire to be an entrepreneur to do something else as well. Right. So, and if we're working remote, you don't really have to quit your job, you feel me? Unless you're making like upwards of five hundred thousand, a million in your business, you can still do both until it's time,
4: till you feel like it's time to walk away.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: and I think with it you can still. I think it would just probably take you a little bit longer, but you can still do the same thing.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. That's the truth. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm trying to ride out, trying to ride out with my. Mm-hmm my place of employment while I'm also building, you know, building this all about the data community that we got growing and everything. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's one thing I actually like about the company I'm at is they you know uh they support you know what I'm doing with all about the data. They they didn't I mm-hmm. mean I had to stop because some companies will tell you you have to stop what you're doing, you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some company yeah some companies will tell you some i wow. to tell you that um, I never, I've never experienced that yet, you know, being in the workforce, but I have like seen other interviews or I, podcasts I where people
4: talk too. about
2: that.
4: So that has happened to you? Well, yeah, where I mentioned it and it was like questions of regarding how how many hours are dedicated per week to it, you know, and I was like, you know, wow okay no I, mean, I didn't know that was a thing but it is what it is
0: <laughs> yeah Because yeah. So they, they they want you to like they want you to be focused on just them and their brand and everything so no
4: no
3: yeah, yeah it's like what about my kids what about exactly
1: kids? You know, <laughs> Crazy. They'll ask me how many
3: hours <laughs> of I'm,
1: I'm gonna run from the interview i'll say you know what thank you Jesus. yeah You're yeah tripping.
0: but that's that's what i like about some startups though like they don't you know as long as you get in what you got to get done and you know you you're doing your job and i think that's how it should be cuz i mean you know i mean we all preach oh, multiple streams of income you can't get it from one job so you know
1: exactly
0: got to got to do got to do what you got to do
1: i want to tell you guys i'm going to tell you guys a story real quick um ooh story time it relates to tech but it's not this, this did not happen anytime this not recent years ago um, when I was like 18, I had this job at a retirement home and I was a waitress there. So it wasn't it wasn't a job that took so much. You know, we're all teenagers. And then it was like adults that were like immigrants and stuff, very thick accent. So you could only you could already imagine how they would treat. And we're a lot of us were black and Hispanics. So you could already imagine how they were treating us and especially the people that they felt because they had the accent, very thick Haitian accent that. They were not intelligent. So people would work all these hours, all these hours, all these hours, and then they would come in, oh, we're going to cut hours, like it's nothing. People are in the bathroom crying, and this is like older women, older men um, in the bathroom crying, and da 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 So me as Mm -hmm. an 18-year-old, I'm just, you know, observing all this, because I wasn't working there. Oh, I'm 18. So I'm I'm not working there, you know, Mm. make ends meet like them. I'm just working there, you know, pay my little car note, help my mom out or whatever. But these people were hard, down, crying and stressed out. That was strike one for me. Now it's a Christmas party. And at the end of the year, all of the old folks, they gather and make a pool for uh, just the money that they want to give out to all the staff that's working there. Now, this is independent of the company itself, this is something that the old people gather together, elderly people gather together and they do. Because the director of the facility was on a, like she was literally ego tripping on a power trip if I've ever seen one in my life. She came during the Christmas party where they dispersed the checks and the Christmas party is two weeks before Christmas. And she, she got on the mic while everyone is anticipating getting their check. Everyone is, um, excited about what's to come because the Christmas party is held every year so you can get your check and mingle with everyone she got on a mic in a room full of other adults that she knows needed the money and she told them if you take this check you're gonna get fired huh. no And I, I looked around I was like 18 and I was so shocked I was like nobody's gonna I said y'all just gonna I was like, wow. Like I literally walked out, like I started crying and it wasn't because, um, I felt sized by her because I'm going to take my check and I will not come back here. That's, that's all that it is. But I was crying because it was people that was like, like that could be my mom age, like close to my grandma age that's working there. And this is how they treat people. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about adding value to yourself, building up your skill set not being afraid to networking, this trend of imposter syndrome, forget about that, that has nothing to do with you. You have to fight with all your life, all the power and strength that you can muster up, all the power and strength that you pray to God and ask for to really make something of yourself because people are not playing fair. Mm -hmm. They're not playing fair. Those people stayed there while this lady told them, and she's she's the director, so she got money, making at least 80,000 while you guys are making minimum wage, living below the poverty line. So she told that. That's what she said to people that had to buy Christmas gifts for their kids. And throughout my life, it's been different instances of like workplace abuse that I've witnessed with my own eyes and people subject themselves to it constantly because they don't feel like there's better out there. They don't know the opportunities that is presented and what they're able to take advantage of. And I see that mostly in the black community. So for us, Or for you guys here to be having this podcast to really shed a light as young people of color, young black people, this is I am young. Great. No, this is this is really great because people need to like know that there's greater opportunities available to them Mm -hmm. versus what you've been presented with. Sometimes you really have to go the extra mile, especially if knowing your family has done it, if you're the first, um if people in your family used to make a minimum wage, you really have to go down the path that is least traveled by everyone and make a name for yourself in whatever industry that you're trying to break into. And tech, I'm not gonna say this, that it's easy, but it is one of the easiest to break into because you don't necessarily have to take out hundreds of thousands of dollars in college debt student loans to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Go get a
1: Google certificate, go get a, a little subscription to Udemy mm-hmm. and get a problem. Like you don't have to wait around for anything or anyone, you can do it. Mm -hmm.
3: as Bob Marley said emancipate yourself for mental slavery
0: big facts you know that's that's one thing that we stand on with all about the data and that's why even with the podcast I made it as, as inclusive as possible you know it's black owned but it also has women of color on it as well so you know uh, to 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 show that you know greatness is is on both both sides. Even though you know sometimes it just be just the men, or sometimes it just be me and one of the women. But you know we 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 get in there. We gon' we gonna get there versus all four of us. But you know other than that, you know <laughs> all about the data definitely stands on you know those principles. You know beyond beyond just this, because you know of course my background is is always been about our people. Uh, for a while so but uh, this is my last question to you Dom it's a it's a big one so don't get nervous I see oh, you really? sweating over there a little bit I, I yeah so, so I know. the question is in your past life were you uh <laughs> <laughs> were you an activist <laughs>
3: existential question.
1: What do you mean past life?
0: Were you an activist? What do
1: you mean past life? It's not
0: like you was an activist like in the 80s or something. I'm
1: done. <laughs> I don't believe in that. So sir. <laughs> I am who God called me to be.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, just to, <laughs> I just
0: had to make that joke.
1: I'm done.
0: Funny, I'm done. Bye, but, you know, but
1: I I am I am for the people, absolutely. And I hate facts. I don't hate many things, but one thing that I do hate to see injustices, and mm-hmm. I hate another thing that I do hate. I hate two things actually. I hate <laughs> people with low self esteem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, mm-hmm. I hate that. I don't stand for it. I don't support it. And if there's any way that I can support you, through not to thinking of yourself higher, that is what I would love to do. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I talk with well. so much passion and conviction because those are two things. It stems from things that I that I hate.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. i really fair don't
0: fair. like those well you you did a good job on today's episode by expressing that so we hope that you know somebody out there is motivated by uh this week's
2: episode
1: oh i want to say something yeah, so I, want okay. to say, I want to say one more thing so because i said i don't want anyone to get it confused Because I I hate something, which I consider to be an injustice, it doesn't mean my responses are because of hate or anger. It's fueled by love and compassion and empathy on my fellow man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't like to see people, whether you're Black, white, or whatever, in positions in the workplace where you're subjecting yourself to abuse anything less than, you know what I'm trying to say? Because Mm -hmm. you're afraid to step out and try something new. That's nonsense. There's people that not even in the tech industry people that can sing that can write that can do all these amazing things but because they don't believe in themselves they subject themselves to lower you I'm trying to say
3: yeah you hate hate that they do that you don't hate the individual
1: yeah i don't no absolutely not
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) no big facts it's all it's all it's all good you know we we got to put stuff like that out there and build people confidence up so No, Um, but we're just going to shout out our tech titan of the episode as we get ready to close it out. Uh, This week's tech titan is actually going to be AJ Young. AJ Young Mm -hmm. is actually the CEO and founder of ByteCheck, which is a cybersecurity B2B SaaS company um bike check is also my place of employment uh employment so you know i got to represent it for this episode since my dog is mm-hmm. I mean. know it nice is. make sure y'all,
2: <laughs> make sure
0: y'all
2: support,
0: <laughs> yeah make sure y'all support aj though you know make sure um, y'all link up with him on linkedin uh twitter you know check out bitecheck.com and mm-hmm. uh you know aj just keep keep inspiring the culture man keep inspiring the people um Uh, with with everything you're doing so um, we also want to just appreciate you Dom for coming on to the podcast and talking about your journey being brave to talk about your journey and you know it's good that people can see you before you get the job so you know maybe once you get the job you can do like another small segment like she did it you guys so we just
3: celebrate with Dude, you when you were talking i felt like you already had the daggone job I, I got the
2: job, job. it's that just is. a matter
3: of it's
1: just, just a i, yeah. I it's
0: it's you so you know once you get that we'll like do like a short segment like to come on and just talk about you know how you got it and everything so but i than that sure y'all subscribe I'm on the on
1: camera when i get my job play some okay. powered fast 954 music when i get this job
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah you know gotta bring them back to the old school
0: but make sure if you tune into the podcast make sure you subscribe oh, on spotify youtube apple google podcast youtube all that good stuff make sure y'all join the discord and all the events we got coming up all the products and everything we're releasing y'all already know what time it is Dominique before you go any last word you want to say to the people
1: um keep pushing and striving for greater things and don't ever look down on yourself because God has so much more in store for you it's just about what you believe and what you say to yourself on a day-to-day basis um yeah wonderful job guys thank you so much for having me and keep doing a great work in the community Oh,
0: thank you so much. All right. Y'all ready? Three, two, <laughs> one. All about the data, baby. Oh, wait, what?
1: Wait, wait. Do it again. <laughs> oh,
2: no, <we're laughs>
3: Okay, I'm ready. God. are we going to do it again? Ready? <laughs> three,
0: oh, two,
2: three, come on, come on, come on. two,
3: one. What is it? All about the baby. All about the, about the data, data, baby. baby. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs>